Cryptids and Milfs. I'm your host, Amanda. And I am Ella, and you are entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. This is, I think, an X-Files rewatch podcast, although you might have a different opinion. Mm. I don't know. And uh, that means we rewatch the X-Files. We talk about it. Or do we? I don't know. <laughs> and I think this is my first time. Well, this is actually relevant because I say it's my fourth time. But I think that's a conflation of the truth. I don't really think it is, honestly. It's a poetic lie, I guess. Yeah, it is. Not unlike this episode. It's like uh, what we we say in the data science field. uh, (laughs) All models are wrong, but some are useful. Nice. You know? Thanks for that. I'm not in data science. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you could have convinced me. But I believed that you you were. Do I give off the vibe of someone who knows how statistics work? Um, I guess I could. You could. I could. I think I, you, could, is, you could. That is so Don't put sweet. yourself down like oh my that. God, that is so yeah, sweet. I don't know. The listeners will never know. That's I'll true. never reveal mm-hmm. my secrets. That's true. Well, you kind of have now. Shit. <laughs> so <laughs> cutting it out. Or did have you? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Why, why are we being so yeah. secretive in this? That's true. Opener. Well, it's because. Tonight, we are, maybe, discussing Season 5, Episode 12, Bad Blood. That's not my recollection. Shit. Skinner wants our report in one hour. What are you going to tell him? What do you mean, what am I going to tell him? I'm going to tell him exactly what I saw. What are you going to tell him? I'll tell him exactly what I saw. And how is that different? Look, Scully, I'm the one who may wind up going to prison here. I gotta know if you're gonna back me up or what. This episode, the halfway mark of the show, just have to note, aired on February 22nd. For now. Until they make season 12? Yeah. And the movie. The third movie. They won't. I know. (laughs) They won't. (laughs) I think they're done. Fair enough. Um... But this episode aired on February 22nd, 1988. It was written by the one and only Vince Gilligan and directed by Cliff Bull, who has directed four episodes of the show and previously directed Small Potatoes. Hey. So he's a, he's a Vince lad. He's a Vince comedy genius. He's a, a Gil- Gillahead. Aren't we all? <laughs> well. It's, all, it's Vince Gilligan's world and we're all just Gillaheads. Very true. Very true. I've been saying that for years. Have you? Have I? Uh, How many times are we going to make every, a joke every like that? single thing we say okay. on this episode right. is going to be a joke like that. Yeah. Well, this episode takes place in Cheney, Texas, and a short plot synopsis. While investigating bizarre exsanguinations in Texas, Mulder kills a teenage boy whom he mistakes stakes uh, for a vampire. That's pretty funny. Awaiting a meeting with Skinner, Mulder and Scully attempt to get their stories straight by relating to each other their differing versions of what happened during their investigation. Well, that sounds like hmm. a way to set up a pretty funny episode. <laughs> you know, you're so right. That sounds pretty wacky. It does sound pretty wacky. Hmm. Should we get into the wacky meat? Let's get into the wacky vampiric meat of the episode. Vampiric. Vampiric. I like it. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, we're diving in. We open on a dark, spooky night with a full moon, but no werewolves in this episode, so don't get too excited. Although there were some, like, wolf howls in the background, I heard. There might have been... We might have just stumbled onto a Twilight-esque vampire Mm. werewolf town 
but we just didn't see the werewolves? Yeah, it could be. It's possible. Unclear. Anyway, it's in Cheney, Texas. It's February 10th. Alarmingly close to the real date as we watch this. (laughs) Spooky. Not really. Well, anyway. (laughs) So a young man, teen kind of... Is he a teen or a young man? What do we call this guy? He's like 20. He's got... He's got... Yeah. Cusp energy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This cusp boy. They called him a teenager, I think. Okay. um, I don't know. This this boy is being chased through the woods, screaming for help as he runs away from an evil man who is pursuing him with dogged relentlessness. And we don't see this man's face, but he we can just tell. It looks like the kind of man that could outrun a horse or a motorcycle. You know, you can just tell. I think <laughs> you can it's tell. very funny that I immediately recognized him in this scene. Yeah, you did. Scene. <laughs> and, yet, and yet, when we see his face yeah. sometimes, I do not recognize this man. Well, it's it's because faces are your problem, not... That's true. I can recognize gait. I can yeah. recognize outfit. Auras. It's really just the faces it that is you can't get. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of reassuring <laughs> because I was immediately like, I know who this is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the pursuer eventually catches up to the boy. He slams him to the ground and then he bashes a wooden <gasps> stake right through his heart. Oh my God. R.I.P. teen. Um, and then we hear Skelly in the distance calling for Mulder and running toward the pair on the ground. And that is when we realize definitively that the uh, pursuer is Mulder, who <gasps> has just driven a stake through a boy's heart. Why would he do that? Not legal, yeah. technically. Huh. But I'm sure he had a good reason. Huh? The boot crew both kind of examine the corpse, and we find out that the corpse does have fangs. So it's a vampire. It's a vampire, obviously. Stake through the heart, etc., yeah. etc. Et Stake through the heart only kills vampires, not humans. Yep. <laughs> but I think Skelly kind of touches the fangs and reveals that they are, in fact, like a pair of Halloween vampire plastic fangs and not Uh-oh. real teeth. So that's awkward. Oh. And we get Mulder saying, oh, shit, before it cuts to the credits. Oh, boy. Sounds like this is going to be a wacky one based uh, on that opening. Dunk. They're well, in a real situation well, here. A little humor in this one. <laughs> a little bit. I think. What if the rest of the episode was totally serious? <laughs> <laughs> like smash cut on oh shit. But it's... De- he murdered a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he shot a kid. <laughs> he shot a kid. Credits? Credits over. Um, Mulder is in his office. Bashful embarrassed he's writing his report and we can tell from his slumped shoulders that it is not going well scully comes in looking sheepish Mulder's looking sheepish we're all sheepish you know this sheep is... in this one <laughs> yeah 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 so he kind of balls up his report and tosses it at the trash can and we can see that there are dozens of the things so he's really trying to get his story straight he scully kind of sits down Mulder kicks the trash can for a while you know it's reminded me of um letter kenny <laughs> The TV show, oh, oh. The Coach, <laughs> yeah, who yeah. always kicks a trash can yeah. to the extent of like bringing trash cans to hockey games so that he can kick them <laughs> yeah, when he's yeah, mad. Yeah. No. Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so then they start talking. Mulder's like, listen, Scully, I know what I saw. Scully says that Skinner needs the report in an hour. And she asks him, what is Mulder going to tell him? And Mulder's like, what are you talking about? I'm going to tell him the truth, the honest to God truth of which there is only one hello not a postmodernist apparently not at all 
And he's like, what are you going to tell him? And Scully says, well, I'm going to tell him the honest to God, 100% truth of which there is only one, which I experienced. Mm. And Mulder's like, okay, I don't understand how we're saying anything different. But we're going to find out over the course of this 45 minutes how it is different. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, Theme alert? Yeah. Theme alert? Truth? Perception? Rashomon? Sure. Rashomon. Rashomon theme. Um, so Mulder needs to know if Scully is going to back him up. Um, we find out that the family of Ronnie Strickland is suing the FBI for $446 million, which is a lot. Doesn't feel like... So, okay. So my understanding is damages are based in part by, like, how much people who knew the person, like, relied on them financially (laughs) and also how much they could make conceivably in their life you don't know how much money this guy was making delivering pizzas well i guess most pizza delivery drivers also deal drugs so maybe (laughs) that's it okay he's a walter white vince vince he's Uh, always putting uh, references yeah he is yeah vincent um so they're in a lot of trouble here 446 million dollars Mulder's on the hook for murder you know it's not looking good Skelly, skelly focused on the money more than the murder i gotta be honest she does not seem to care about the murder so much it is a lot of money. It's, it's a I lot mean, of money. It's one of those things where it's like, what do they say? If you owe the bank uh, like $100, that's your problem. If you owe the bank a billion dollars, that's the bank's problem. Mm-hmm. It's like you're never going to pay it back. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they would have to worry about actually paying that back. That's true. Or maybe they do. They're going to have to start delivering pizzas oh, to make it up. Maybe good at that. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, Scully's like, Okay, look, you're in trouble, but but I'm not. I didn't even I didn't even do anything. I I just showed up late. I don't know. Um, she says that he definitely overreacted, and Mulder's like, no 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 no. I did not overreact. Ronnie Strickland was definitely a vampire. Scully wants to know where his proof is. He says that Scully was his proof. She was there the whole time. She can totally corroborate everything that he saw. Um, and they they start to get the sense that they have differing opinions, and Mulder's like, okay, now I'm getting a little scared. I need to hear exactly what you're going to tell Skinner. And he wants her to tell him her whole version of events, all of that. Um, we do get... Now this is exciting. Oh, this yeah. is Now this is the moment that we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Scully does her patented uh, Donkey Kong Scully facepalm. Very Amazing. Exciting. We've why been do, waiting. Why do we call her Donkey Kong again? Just because DK. DK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't love the line that preceded it. Um, the face palm. Oh. I think, it, I think it was a homophobic prison rape joke, but it wasn't totally clear. I don't know. It was obscure enough that I wasn't sure. Anyway, but we do get the face palm, which is the exciting part. Yes. Um, so we can pack it in. Mm-hmm. Let's show's over. We're done. We've been waiting for Scully to do a face palm this whole time. It's finally happened. That's all we care about. Let's go home. Beautiful. The end. All right. Well, all right. anyway, this has been so, our podcast. Right. I've been your host, Amanda. No. Oh. So then Mulder's like, okay, Scully, just start at the beginning. Tell me exactly what you saw. Let's get our story straight. So Scully jumps into it. She's like, all right, let, yesterday morning when I arrived at the office, you were characteristically exuberant. Oh, yeah. Let me jump into her story. We get it. I mean, the truth. It's the truth. I wrote we jump into a subjective flashback to yesterday morning. Okay. But I guess we could say it's objective mm-hmm. because it's the truth. Yes, of course. And there's only one of those. So Skelly got to work. Boulder slams a plane ticket down onto the desk and says, yeah, we're going to Texas. <laughs> 
Um, he's very excited. He's very excited. And he like does his little slideshow. He's laughing. He's smiling. He's loving it. He um, shows her some slides of dead cows that have been exsanguinated. And Mulder... He's like flipping through them like at the speed of light. Yeah. He's like, slide, slide, slide. He's like slide. talking like a motorboat. He's just so excited. Mm-hmm. He's like interrupting Skelly. Uh, and he's like kind of ignoring everything she says in this scene. Um, she's being very cool and rational. Of course. Logical. But you know, cautiously credulous. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. listening to him. She's, uh, she's respecting him. Yeah. And he's ignoring her. Wow. Obscene. That, Mulder. That's true. What a jerk. I know. <laughs> um, and so she suggests that maybe the exsanguinated cows could be from like some sort of ritualistic killing by cultists. And Mulder just like laughs at her. <laughs> he's like, you fucking idiot. Is <laughs> obviously vampires. Uh, and then at the very end, he has buried a lead that we learn um, there's one human victim as well, not just the cows. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of like shoves that in at the end. He's like, also, there's a human victim. Cool. Bye. And then. I mean, it literally is what he does. He yeah. just walks out of the room, grabs his jacket and then leaves. Yeah. How inconsiderate of Mulder to behave this way to Scully, who's being so rational and, you know, understanding and like listening to him. It's wow. Shocking that he's this, like this. This is messed up. I don't you know, know if I like this guy. Yeah, wow. Actually, I kind of love him. Well, <laughs> that's true. But. But it's very inconsiderate. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what Mulder's like. Yeah, I guess so. It, I mean, this is the truth. Yeah. So. This is what happened. This is what happened. Yeah. All right. So they go to Texas. They arrive at the funeral home. They are examining the body of Dwight Funt, which is a great name. Hell yeah. I love it. Um, the funeral director guy that they're talking to looks like he could be a Dwight Funt, you know? He does, he's got Dwight Funt vibes. He's got a Mr. Funt aura <laughs> to him. So, <clears throat> Scully's kind of doing the voiceover in this scene. Mulder is talking to the funeral director, and Scully is just sort of looking around, um, not really listening to their conversation. Um, but it's probably dumb or something, you know? It's not important, no. whatever they're talking about. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Probably sports, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Chicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot wings hot wings <laughs> yeah. men only care about three things That's and right. it's sports chicks and hot wings that is so true every man mm-hmm. 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 yeah um speaking of men mm-hmm. so they except 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 this man <laughs> he cares about more he's okay. deeper yeah, that's true so at this point, it is when they were met at the scene by a representative of law enforcement. So the doors burst open, like fog comes in. We get the like the hot girl pan up from <laughs> from feet to face of the local sheriff. It's like a hot cowboy played by Luke Wilson. Um, not something that I would have imagined. You know, I don't I don't imagine Luke Wilson as a hot cowboy, but you know. He's making it work. He's not He's the hot co- cowboy that we asked for, yeah. but he is the hot cowboy we deserved. That's true. And the one that we have received. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, we get the hot girl pan up, hot cowboy, sheriff. He's on the scene. It's great. Um, Scully immediately just, she gets, like, hard eyes. There's, like, heart music playing. She's like, oh. A wooga. Ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very funny. Um, and so the sheriff very coolly is like, you guys, the FBI agents, but with a a light southern twang, mm-hmm. but like a sexy light southern twang. So much swagger, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Mulder introduces them, but he does forget Scully's name for a second. <laughs> He's like, like uh, Scully. Uh, right. Scully, yeah, yeah. 
very funny. Um, the sheriff is, you know, very charming, uh, whatever. They talk a little bit. Uh, Mulder walks out of the room because they got to go talk to him about something. And he does, he does say, come on, Scully, get those little legs moving. Come on. <laughs> this, I believe. I believe he did say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Scully and the sheriff share some soulful eye contact as they walk out the door. Whew. Wow. It's hot. Steamy. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Goodness gracious. It's about to get more steamy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> In the back room with the corpse, the boot crew start looking at the body, and Luke Wilson is explaining, you know, like competently, intelligently, why they have not examined the body yet. Because, you know, the FBI are the experts. They wanted to leave it to them, they didn't want to mess anything up. Mulder points out the punct- the two puncture wounds on the victim's neck and sarcastically is like, your satanic cultists have sharp little teeth. Um, and then he's like, go on, Skelly, just tell the sheriff your theory. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> immense, immense finger quotes, air quotes or whatever. <laughs> and so Skelly explains that her theory has evolved. Now she thinks that the murderer is probably someone who thinks they're a vampire. So they're, you know, acting out all of these things in the murder that would uh, indicate that it's a vampire, but it's not literally a creature of the night, obviously. Of co- obviously not. Obviously. The sheriff, totally smitten by Scully, is like, God damn, I think this beautiful, hot woman <laughs> might be right. I think, think she might be onto something and is also really smart and also hot. And hot. Both smart and hot. But in a smart way. And like, I respect her. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm like respecting how hot and smart mm-hmm. she is. Yeah, of course. Which is weird that he says that. He goes on for a yeah, while, he too, does. but that's okay. Anyway, um, you know, they they continue gazing at each other, Skelly and the sheriff, while Mulder is horrified that they don't think it's a real vampire. And we get kind of one of these um, shots that we've gotten with, like, Mulder and Skelly in a third party before. Mm, yep. But this time it's Skelly and this other man, and Mulder is the third party, where, like, Skelly and the sheriff are right up in each other's faces they're gazing at each other they don't have eyes for anyone else in the room and Mulder's just like in between them off in a corner well they like walk they like walk right up to each other and Mulder has to like back up to get away from them (laughs) which they they have definitely done to like Pendrel I think before Mm -hmm. cry check yeah Um, this is payback (laughs) but only to Mulder but only to Mulder yeah 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 yeah. sorry R.I.P. yeah um, and, you know, Skelly continues kind of talking about her theory and... They're flirt theorizing. They are flirt That's what I wrote down. Thank you. Yes, that yeah. is a very evocative way to put it. She at one point says that she thinks part of this is like an erotic thrill for the murderer. And, of course, the sheriff says, erotic. Yeah. <laughs> they gaze at each other. He has very funny line deliveries. Yeah. I also like... She says something about a melage casting, and he's like, melage casting? <laughs> I don't know. I just like his line delivery. He's respecting her, and he's he listening is, to her. Because she's so smart and, and right. right about and everything. an idiot yes. and doesn't respect her. True. <laughs> um, and he just, like, and the sheriff just ends with, you know, like, a smile, and he says, you really know your stuff, Dana. <laughs> And at this point, we're slammed back to the current day with Mulder and Skelly sitting in the X-Files office, and Mulder is, like, very incredulous, and he's like, Dana, he didn't even know your first name at any point yesterday. What are you talking about? Um, she's frustrated by she's this very embarrassed. interruption, and Mulder's like, but go ahead, Dana. <laughs> Just really testing the boundaries mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so back in the story, she continues going on. And this is apparently when Mulder had his giant breakthrough. <laughs> so he looks, he looks at the body and says with like serious, like barely restrained horror and intent, did you notice that his shoes are untied? Like, check and mate. This proves everything. Hello. Come on. I will say, you know, obviously this whole episode is very subjective and, you know, whatever, et cetera. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I do believe this, though. <laughs> this, I believe that this is this is kind of how Mulder presents his theories at all times. Well, he's got the Blue's Clues thing. Yeah, he knows exactly. the clues. Come on. There's a giant paw print on the shoes. Yep, yep, yep. He knows what's up. Yeah. So this one thing is is the objective truth. <laughs> Maybe nothing else, but this one is. He's very exuberant about it, too. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Scully's like, uh, what? What does that prove? But he doesn't explain because he's Mulder. He doesn't have time to explain. His mind's going too fast. So he's like, listen, do you have an old cemetery in town off the beaten path? The creepier, the better. And the sheriff says, yes. And so Mulder's like, take me there right now. And he walks out of the room. <laughs> Love it. Um, I like that line. It's very funny. It's funny. Yeah. A lot of good lines in this episode. Mm. 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 So as Mulder is walking out the door, he kind of tells Scully that she needs to do a complete autopsy on the man. And Scully's like, okay. And so she walks over to him and asks him, okay, but what am I looking for? You haven't explained the shoelaces. So he just like grabs her shoulders and leans in and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Which is... Yeah. I also believe that this yeah, is true. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, why wouldn't it be true? This is oh this is what happened. Yeah, right? this is one hundred percent accurate Mulder. Um so then he walks out, the Scully the Scully. Mm. <laughs> Scully and the sheriff share some long suffering looks. The sheriff has only known Mulder for a couple minutes, but he's already long suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just mm-hmm. what Mulder does to you. That's a long time to be with Mulder. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so then, whatever. So the sheriff leaves to go with Mulder. He, like, tips his hat at her, calls her ma'am. He leaves. So hot. So, yeah, I'm sorry. He tips his hat attractively. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And so then Scully kind of sighs, goes over to the body. She's like, all right, let's do this. So she, uh, does her autopsy. Um... She has a great line where she's like, uh, you know, begin autopsy on white male age 60, who is arguably having a worse time in Texas than I am. Very funny. Although not by much. Not by much. (laughs) So then she starts in, um, her tools start falling apart. Was there a point to that? Or was it just like, of course, her tools are falling apart on top of everything else? I think it was that and like that this is such a janky place. Like, they don't even have good tools. Because she's like in the back room of a funeral home, not right. morgue yeah 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 okay i wasn't sure if it was like a vampire thing i don't it, it's well, just like i don't know is there anything with sharp objects in? i mean silver uh, it's i think it's probably the first thing though okay. that makes more sense but anyway so she starts in she's so she's so tired she gets a little yeehaw she does get a yeehaw mm-hmm. uh, thank you she that does is, say yeehaw. yes that is important um, but but a sad yeehaw. A, a sad, tired yeehaw. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Um, and her yeehawing will only get more sad and more tired Aww. as this night goes on. Man. So she starts weighing the heart, the lungs, and the intestines. Um, the, they're, they're, they're funny intestines, though. They're not regular intestines. No, they no, just no. look like big sausages with, I don't know, very bright red blood. It's like, what's that color? Scarlet? Yeah. 
It's not realistic. Not realistic. No. She's just slopping them right onto she's that scale. She's slopping them onto the scale. There's like blood everywhere. It's just, <laughs> it's a mess. Um, so she keeps on going. Her feet hurt. She's tired. She starts examining the stomach contents and it shows that the last meal was pizza. And then she looks a little closer and she's like, okay, pepperoni, green peppers, mushrooms. She's like, that sounds, that sounds so good. She's Gross. like elbow deep in this man. She's like, that sounds delicious. She's a nasty girl. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but as we will learn later, she hasn't eaten all day. That's so true. of course she's hungry. She's not okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would also be very mad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't do well with skipped meals. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she leaves. She's done the autopsy, so she goes to check into the motel. And she and present day Mulder do disagree on the name of the motel, of course, but it's not that important. So in the motel room, she puts money in the the magic fingers thing that like vibrates the bed. Truly insane. Do they still have these in any motels? I have never seen one. I think I would get motion sick and throw up. I mean, it's not like it's not like a. I think it's enough jumping. Really, I okay. think it's enough that it would make me feel not great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never tried it. I don't know. We'll we'll try it. We'll get back to you. She's she's jiggling. She's wiggling. She is. Um, I don't like how I said that. <laughs> You said it. I know. So. I'm sorry. Um, and she's, you know, she's ready to like relax and chill for the remainder of the mm-hmm. night. She's going to eat some pizza. Well, she's, she's been working TV. so hard. Yeah. It's like late. Mm-hmm. She hasn't eaten all day. She's going to take a bubble bath. Yeah. She's been doing all the hard work tonight. Yeah. No one else has done anything. Exactly. Or appreciated her. No. And she didn't get to spend more time with the hot sheriff. Yes. Jesus Christ. It is horrible what Scully has to go through. She's day a victim. In and day out. She's a victim. Yeah. So, of course, Mulder takes this moment to uh, blast his way into the hotel room. And, you know, Scully is like, I don't know, she says like the name of some chemical or whatever. But then she sits up and realizes that Mulder is covered in dirt or something. He looks very muddy and sad. He looks ragged. His clothes are all muddled. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, what happened to you? But she she says it in a very concerned, yeah. empathetic way. Oh my God, Mulder! Mulder. What happened to you? Exactly. Okay. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, she's never done anything wrong, and so Mulder claims nothing. Whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. And then he sits down and redirects them back to chloral hydrate, which is the word Skelly said when he first came in the room. Um, and we learn that this is apparently what Mulder was looking for when he didn't know what he was looking for. This is what was in the body. Um, they're known as knockout drugs. The body was chuck-a-block full of them. Chuck-a-block? Chuck-a-block. And Mulder very condescendingly is like, well, if that's your theory, I guess that's maybe something. And Skelly is just like, um, so do you think like vampires dope people? So you still think it was a vampire and that they were just drugging people? And Mulder just like sighs and goes like, what kind of vampire would drug people (laughs) he's like very thoughtful about it Mm -hmm. um and then just mentions you know like offhand and we've got another dead taurus so you have to do another autopsy right now okay thanks bye (laughs) and she's horrified as i would be she just put money in the magic fingers she's ordered a pizza she's ready to relax for the night now she's got to do another autopsy and Mulder body slams himself onto the bed and he's like it's fine i won't let the magic fingers go to waste i'll use them for you oh and she gets up, you know, sad as he enjoys what should be her weird jiggling that she paid for. <laughs> her wiggling and her jiggling. Yeah, her wiggling, her jiggling. Now Mulder's wiggling and jiggling. And he just starts, like, cackling wildly. <laughs> he does. 
just like <laughs> it's pretty funny it's pretty good and she just like politely and reasonably is like okay that's fine that's great i'm happy to help but just please don't get mud everywhere because this is my room okay mm-hmm. thank you they're always sharing each other's rooms there's and just take taking showers in each other's rooms sleeping on each other's beds i don't know why they waste money getting two rooms it's at this ridiculous. point um yeah, I have a. Do you think that HR at the FBI has like a battle plan for if and when Scully and Mulder do get together? Yeah, they have like a thick folder with like charts and graphs and like if this then that. You know, they've got Nathan Fielder on the case. He's got a flowchart, <laughs> exactly, right? Do this is an important question that I don't know the answer to. Mm-hmm. In real life, do HR departments actually like pay attention to that? <laughs> Um, like if two coworkers are flirting, do they like watch it? I I don't think so. Okay. Only if it like becomes a problem. But I don't it's, think it's like oh, it's a problem in the Xbox. <laughs> I think we can all agree that it's become well, a problem. It's a problem here, but um, probably not in real life. I don't know. That's fair. Um, but yeah, do they have to have like a sub department of HR just for just for uh, them? Yes. Yeah, I would assume so. Yep. You know they're up to some nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Although maybe not in this episode. Technically not in this one, but 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 in other episodes and presumably the future at some point. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Mm. Mm. So Scully walks out of the motel looking very sad and put upon. The pizza delivery guy shows up right at that second. Her pizza that she was going to eat. We do get a no one cooks like Aunt B thing on the pizza delivery truck, which is a DPO reference. Yes. Woo. Good uh, Jack Black on this episode. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Jack Black, for everything you've done for this yes. country. Yes. Thank <laughs> okay. you. So, yeah. So pizza has arrived. Scully says that Mulder will pay for it. So she walks off and then the pizza delivery guy turns around and we see that it is the vampire. <gasps> Maybe, quote unquote, that Mulder is going to kill. Oh, my God. Hmm. There is. I understand that the it's important for the plot. Yes. It's so key for the plot. Yes. There is no scenario in which I would not have paid for and immediately eaten that entire pizza before I went to do the autopsy. She could have eaten it in the car. Yeah. Which would have been bad. So I know why it didn't happen. I mean, I'm one hand on the have. wheel, one hand eating your pizza. Well, the eating the pizza is not the problem so much as the the drugs and the pizza oh 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 <laughs> i was imagining a regular pizza oh no 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 no, no. no she would yeah she would have yeah died so i understand yes. why they didn't yes. do that for this one but you could not have separated me from that pizza <laughs> if true. i was scully yeah and we know scully's a snacker so she's a snacker yeah. do we believe that she actually hasn't eaten all day because she's scully she's been busy though she has been busy oh. the one thing she loves more than snacking is working oh my god so a loser so i do believe it <laughs> yeah maybe that's fine. Um, so we're back at the second autopsy. Skelly is very tired this time. So we're getting kind of the same beats from the montage before. But now she's like extra slamming the organs and the intestines onto the scale. The or- intestines are like sliding off the scale it's onto the gross. floor. <laughs> it's gnarly. Um, just like the last dead body, this guy was also incapacitated with chloral hydrate and exsanguinated. It's a lot of long words. That yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like Skelly just saying that. Um, she then gets a call on her cell phone and it's like a whole hassle to like get off her bloody gloves and go and answer it. And then would you believe it? It's Mulder on the other end of this line. I guess we don't know it's Mulder. It sounds like him. I guess. I don't know. It's a man on the other yeah. end of the line. He's, he's moaning, he's groaning, he's making pervert sounds. 
Yeah. So she hangs up. She's like, I don't need to listen to Mulder masturbating <laughs> while I'm doing an sure. autopsy. Not while on, she's doing an autopsy. On my own bed, yeah. eating my own pizza uh-huh. and calling me like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> I do not need this. So next she checks the stomach contents of the uh, corpse. And this one also had recently eaten pizza. <gasps> and so she immediately blows clues. <laughs> paw print right on that realizes that the chloral hydrate was obviously in the pizza so the the pizza is drugged and the pizza guy is the vampire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my lord she's got to go save Mulder. like she kind of like i don't know like the camera zooms in on her face and she like looks up she's like <gasps> Mulder. yeah because she cares <laughs> she does she cares unlike him she's immediately very worried for his safety yeah and he's mm-hmm. inconsiderate yes <laughs> very true <clears throat> So Scully rushes to the motel room as fast as she possibly can because she wants to save Mulder. She kicks the door down. The magic fingers is still going. The pizza is half eaten. Mulder is lying on the ground, seemingly incapacitated. The pizza delivery guy stands up. He has fangs, um, but regular eyes. Scully shoots, but misses. And then the guy pushes past her and runs out of the room. And then we kind of go right back to the present. And Mulder's like, what? That's it? Um, Scully's like, yeah, that's, that's what I saw. That's definitely what happened. Um, so although Mulder was drugged, he was more or less unharmed. So we go back into the flashback, uh, Mulder or Scully gets over, over him and like lately slaps his face and asks if he's okay. She's genuinely worried about him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I will say, um, not to give notes about a 25-year episode, but I feel like there was one little missed opportunity here is when Scully wakes Mulder up, she kind of like lightly slaps him on the face. Mm. I feel like when Mulder was recounting that she should have like <laughs> yeah. smacked him. That would have been pretty <laughs> I feel like funny, that would have been good. Uh, maybe it got cut. Maybe. Um, but Vince, take notes. Next time. <laughs> Next time. For Bad Blood too. If we had gotten a Breaking Bad episode where it was, like, from Walt and Jesse's perspective, I feel like that would have been very funny. Just saying. I can't can't even. uh, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. It'd be very funny. Yes. Also, how much worse could Jesse imagine Walter White talks to him than how he actually talks to him? But it would actually be better. You're right. That's the thing, oh is he would imagine Walter, like, way nicer than he actually is. <laughs> so funny. And Walter's, like, imagining himself, like, screaming at Jesse or whatever, and then in Jesse's mind, he's, like, caring for him. Yeah, he's yeah, He's worried. Yeah. I mean, oh, kind of, right? That's brutal and yeah. depressing. Um, well, I guess Jesse would just be even more incompetent in Walter's mind. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm just making myself sad. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> but well, I still want it. I still want it. I still want it. I'm, you know, I wouldn't, I bet there's fan fiction for that. Probably. Probably. Right? Yeah. They're slipping into Jimmy. There's fan fiction <laughs> for Yeah. <laughs> of course. Although, I don't know. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, is Breaking Bad, like, a show that has a lot of fan fiction? I think it does, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anyway, whatever. All right. <laughs> anyway. We're back. So, Scully is super concerned about Mulder. She asks him if he's okay. Um, Mulder is super drugged. He's way out of it. Um, he <laughs> starts singing the theme song to Shaft. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's, uh, and Scully's just like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> Of course. And then we smash cut to the present, and Mulder is so offended. He stands up. He's like, I did not. I did not. <laughs> so offended. How dare you? And Scully's like, 
listen, I was there. That's what happened. I'm he, sorry. He's only this offended because he knows that part's true. Yeah. We didn't see this part of it in Mulder's, so it's true. Interesting. It's true. Interesting that he cut that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just gives him a look in the present day and wraps up her story. You know, obviously she missed when she shot Ronnie Strickland. She did shoot out the tires of his car, so he had to run through the woods. She pursued him on foot. Skelly assumed Mulder was incapacitated, but then as she was chasing through the woods, she heard screaming, entered the clearing, and saw that Mulder had um, overreacted. (laughs) Overreacted. Um, And that the vampire teeth were fake. And present-day Mulder, incredibly unimpressed, is like, that's what you're going to tell Skinner? (laughs) And Skelly says, well, you know, I'll argue that we caught a killer, so it still was fine. It was still totally justified. Mulder is incredibly offended, and he accuses Skelly of being afraid to tell the truth. He's like, you're a liar, just like all of them. He doesn't say that, but he could. Um, And he's like, why are you so scared to tell the truth? Are you afraid you'll look like an idiot like me? (laughs) At least he knows. That's true. And then we we do get a shot of them standing toe-to-toe, and you can really see the height difference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just a little note. And Skelly challenges him, like, okay, well, why don't you tell me how you think it happened then? So Mulder goes into it. He says that yesterday morning started out like all the others. Scully arrived at the office characteristically less than exuberant. Mm -hmm. So we head into Mulder's 100% accurate objective truth. Mm -hmm. So in this version of events, Mulder is much more subdued and bashful. He lightly sets the tickets down on the desk. He's like, I hope you brought your cowboy boots, Scully. (laughs) Just so. Nary a yeehaw to be found. No, not at all. But I think he does say yeehaw, but it's like, oh, okay. it's a subdued yeehaw. Yeehaw. Let's get it. He's just trying to get Scully excited, yeah. you know, cheer her up. Mm-hmm. This Scully is not happy. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes. She's got her arms crossed over her chest. She's like, what the hell are you doing to me, Mulder? Come on. She does not want to step foot in Texas. So we kind of hear the same story as the first time, all the same information, but this time Mulder is is very calm and collected. He's trying to get Scully interested, and Scully's just rolling her eyes, sighing, the whole thing. We see the slideshow again. Um, I thought this was kind of funny. Like, Mulder Mulder has to get through his, like, seven whole slides of dead cows, and he looks very embarrassed by how long it's taking to get through them. He's like, sorry. Yeah. Scully's Um, looking increasingly pissed off, too. She's just, like, glaring at him. Why is she being so... I mean, Mulder's just presenting this story to her and Scully's being so inconsiderate. He's being so deferential and sweet. He's like smiling innocently and delicately at her and she's just like... Dismissive? Wow. I can't believe Scully would act like this. She's such a jerk. Yeah, wow. So... Yeah, so he presents his theory. So he tells her all about the vampire thing, but... In this version, he presents the vampire theory much more cautiously. He's like, what we may be looking for is a series of vampire-related attacks. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's, you know, I'll I'll listen to whatever you think, of course, but that's just my, you know, little humble theory, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Scully scoffs, and she says, well, it's obviously not a vampire. And Mulder asks, why not? And Scully says, well, because they don't exist. (laughs) Duh. Meme drop. Meme drop. Gotta say I've it. seen that one. Yeah. yeah. We've all we've all seen That's the funny. meme. Yeah. It does make more sense now that it's like from Mulder's perspective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and so then Mulder's like, okay, listen, listen, Scully, I totally respect your opinion, of course, but we should, you know, maybe we should check it out. Mm-hmm. Let's just check it out. Um, and Scully rolls her eyes, but she says, all right, fine. Let's go to Texas. I guess. Why is, I can't, why is Scully acting like this, she's you know? so mean to him. Yeah, wow. All he does is care for her mm-hmm. and respect her. Yeah. And this is the thanks he gets. <sighs> Unbelievable. I tell you what. <laughs> So now we're back at the funeral home and Mulder, present day Mulder in the voiceover is like, yeah, I guess you weren't paying attention to the conversation that I was having with the funeral director. But what we talked about was uh, the large number of caskets that was, you know, at this funeral home for a relatively small community. And the funeral director in the past is like, yeah, we got the largest in stock selection in the state. And he seems very proud of this. And Mulder's like, why would a small town need that many? And the mortician goes like, repeat business. And then like laughs awkwardly and leaves. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. I feel like <laughs> I've said it a to lot. Yeah. Yeah. TVH. Um, and now we see Luke Wilson. Mm. He's uh, he's walking. He's not strolling. He's not swaggering. He's just kind of yeah. walking in this time. Um, and then he like opens his mouth <laughs> and has giant fake buck teeth. Yeah. And like, you know what? Uh, I don't know. He looks like a moron. He looks like an idiot. He's got like a thicker, stereotypically dumb, quote unquote, accent. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all must be the government people. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, supposed to be, quote unquote, dumb. I love Mulder's face. He's like, oh. <laughs> what if you reacted like that if you saw someone that you didn't think was hot? <laughs> it's so funny, though. This is horrifying. Listen, Mulder's not used to... He worked... He looks in the mirror, he sees himself. He works with Skinner. He works with Scully. He's not used to seeing ugly people, you know? That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Would someone from TV be, like, horrified to yeah. walk into the real world? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, everyone I work with is a 10. Exactly. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, so, present Scully is very incredulous <laughs> about this version of events. Um, she's like, he was clearly hot. I don't know what you're talking about. You have no taste in men. Also, how is this significant? But Mulder insists he's just trying to be thorough and tell the truth. So back at the funeral home with the body uh, in the back, Mulder is like smart. He's suave. Luke Wilson is a dumb idiot. (laughs) And Scully is just like so horny for Luke Wilson (laughs) that she can't function. She's like salivating. (laughs) It's bad. Like the tongue is on the floor. It's a whole thing. Her heart is going out of her chest like a Mm -hmm. cartoon character. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we see this two fang marks again on the neck of the victim. Scully is like super dismissive of it while Mulder gives like an impassioned speech about how vampires have existed in the folklore of many cultures since the early days of man. So maybe it's, you know, something to actually consider. Like, and he's saying all this, this in a very legit. intelligent, yeah. smart, well thought out way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trying to share his interests yeah. with his coworkers. You know how he is. Yeah. Um, he sounds so smart. And then Skelly's just like pulling faces behind his back. <laughs> like, oh, this dumb idiot thinks vampires exist. Embarrassing. She's doing fucking like. Mm-hmm. She's like looking at her ears on his head. <laughs> if she could reach. Um, and so, you know, poor, poor Mulder. Poor Mulder. And in this version of events, the sheriff does agree with Skelly, but there's a lot less gazing on his part. Mm-hmm. He's just too dumb to know what Mulder is talking yeah. about. So he's like, sure, Scully's right. I don't know. I, she seemed smart. She, I understood what she said. She didn't use scary words. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, Scully, yeah, again, shares her theory that she thinks it's just a guy who thinks he's a vampire, not an actual vampire. 
Mulder info dumps again about different vampire myths across cultures, including that the Serbs think red hair is a sign of vampirism. Mm. Interesting. Can either confirm nor deny. <gasps> I have red hair. Then um, <laughs> Scully sarcastically and very dismissively is like, if there's a point, Mulder, please feel free to come to it. And he, he's like crying at this point. He's like, well, we don't know the myth that this uh, this aspirant vampire is following. So like, that's why that's important. Because if it's a guy just pretending to be a vampire, we need to know what vampire myth he cares about. <laughs> Scully. Come on, Scully, please. Please, please don't be mean. And then he like very cleverly, very intelligently notices a clue that's going to be important. Mm-hmm. He sees that the shoes are untied and he very thoughtfully is like, okay, that's that's significant. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't explain what it's about, though. No, no, no. He's getting mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. <laughs> so while Scully does the autopsy, Mulder and the sheriff head to the creepy cemetery. It's cloudy. It's rainy. It's creepy. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hang out here. Um... It's definitely Texas and not Vancouver. <laughs> definitely what Texas looks like. Yeah, of course. So Mulder starts info dumping about cemeteries and how that relates to the vampire folklore, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we get our wonderful classic uh, 90s hating on the EPA thing, which was like a thing in the 90s for some reason. I don't know. God uh, damn the EPA. I know. Hate them. Ha- hate them. Hate them. Um, I guess I don't know if that was... I'm just thinking of this and Ghostbusters, I guess. The two movies. The the two, the, yeah, the only things that came out. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters isn't even the 90s, but, And you this know. isn't a movie, so whatever. <sighs> truth, you know? Mm-hmm. The subjectivity of truth. Stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Stranger danger. <gasps> I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. So they're heading through the cemetery. They're looking for any kind of signs of vampiric activity, like a faint groaning from under the ground or the mandication of a creature eating its own death shroud. And the sheriff is like, nope, I don't hear any mandication. Um, Dumb idiot. What what a moron. I hate this ugly man. Ugly. Yeah, I'm sorry. An ugly moron. That's important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Mulder, sure. Mulder knows something about moaning in a cemetery. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so the sheriff is like, I don't know. You know, all I need to know is that you work for the federal government. You, you guys run the show, whatever. I'm too dumb to know what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. But in a Texas accent. Mm-hmm. So Mulder thinks that the vampire is going to visit the cemetery and that it will hold some kind of a siren call for him. Right at this very moment, Ronnie pulls up in his car, honks his horn, says hey. Um, And then he drives off and Mulder stands there looking into the middle distance, totally oblivious. He's like, he'll come, Sheriff. He'll come. And Ronnie's driving away in the background. It's pretty funny. Oh, Mulder. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. I mean, in his defense, you know. How would he know? How would he know? Yeah. Because uh, of the clue. Well, the ball print. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Mulder explains that they have to stake out, oh. Stake oh. out the cemetery. I don't get it. Staking? No, I get it. Because he stakes I, no, I get Ronnie it. to death. Um, and present Scully, very impatient, wants to hear about these shoelaces, but Mulder tells her he's getting to it. So in the past, uh, as he's kind of walking back to the car from the cemetery at night, Mulder is scattering sunflower seeds around the dirt in the cemetery, and then he gets back in the car with the sheriff. 
the sheriff is like, well, I ain't, I ain't the smartest man whatever live, but I'm, and I'm ugly. <laughs> and I'm ugly, and I'm not. I am not worthy of Scully. To yeah, be clear, yeah. I'm ugly. I'm stupid, and I'm an, I'm just an idiot. Yeah. But if you wouldn't mind explaining what you're doing out there with them sunflower seeds, I wouldn't mind taking a listen. <laughs> Taking a little gander. Taking a little gander to your story. Um, And Mulder explains that, uh, you know, there's one weird little thing that does seem to be consistent about vampire lore across all cultures. And it's that vampires are very obsessive compulsive. And that, you know, if you spill a bunch of seeds, they have to stop to pick it all up. Or if you have a tied knot, they have to untie the knot. Thus, the shoelaces. (laughs) Interesting. Um, and then, you know, Mulder and the, the sheriff continue to have some awkward forced conversation about Rain Man and Vegas and, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then the sheriff gets a radio call saying that um, the dispatcher got a call from the RV park and there's a situation there. So yeah. maybe Mulder and the sheriff should head over there. They got to get over there. Mm-hmm. I will note, I, I think Luke Wilson is very funny yeah. in this episode. He is. He's quite yeah. good. Yeah. He's acting, you know? He can be hot and dumb. Exactly. In the same episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The perfect man. Mm-hmm. Get you a man who can do both. Exactly. All right. So we head over to the RV park. When they get there, everyone is just kind of standing around. There is a runaway RV. It's just like driving around backwards in circles. Like no one is driving it or something. So that's weird. We do notice that Ronnie is there in the crowd. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy's always around. Well, he's delivering pizzas. Mm-hmm. Pizza sounds so good right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway. It does sound pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. So they have a runaway RV. They got to stop it. So the sheriff asks Mulder whether they should shoot the tires out. And Mulder says, yep, we should definitely do that because I can do that. No problem. And the Mulder. Why do I keep doing that? Mulder. I don't know. And the, the sheriff. The Mulder. The uh, Mulder and sheriff. Yes. So they, like, dramatically load their guns and step forward all cool and suave. And then back in the present, Mulder's like, yep. And anyway, so skipping ahead to the next part of the story, and Scully stops him. She's like, what? Mulder, Mulder, why are we skipping ahead? What happened? And Mulder does not want to tell her what happens next, but he he subsides for the sake of the truth. Mm -hmm. He will tell her for the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Because omission would be a lie. Mm. He hates lies. He hates hates lies and you know what the only thing he hates more than lies are liars true Mm -hmm. is he having an especially tough time with this episode then probably yeah do you think he um what's that but it's by oh my god what's the guy's name he's from minnesota (laughs) lying liars and the lying lying lies and the liars he why? What is that book called? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know this one. Lying Lies and the Liars Who Tell Them or something. Okay. I don't know. You know who's the guy who's like our senator who groped a woman? Uh, the Hel- comedy guy? Hel Franken? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. Hel Franken. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, do you think like Mulder ever walks past that in a bookstore and like loses his fucking mind? Yeah, probably. He just like rips it apart and like, tosses it on the ground, stomps on it. Yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Well, so, because he hates lying liars, he's like, all right, Scully, I will tell you the truth. So back in the RV park, the 
Mulder and the sheriff uh, step forward. They start shooting at the RV, but neither one of them can hit the tires at all. And Mulder's like, you know, actually, Scully, shooting out the tires of a runaway RV is very difficult. You wouldn't understand, but it's really hard. Maybe if I was a desk jockey, I would not understand. But as someone who was in the field and not just doing Mm -hmm. autopsies... Yeah. It's actually because I'm so tall that I can't see the tires because they're mm-hmm. down really low, Scully. Like, you wouldn't get it, but it's really hard. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speak truth to power. Yeah. So, because he can't shoot the tires out of the RV, he tries a different approach. And then we smash cut to Mulder just hanging off the back of the RV and screaming <laughs> as he gets dragged around. I don't know why he thought this would work, but I support him. Um, it's because he's tall, you know? I know. He thinks he can do anything because he's tall. They get so cocky, those tall mm-hmm. people. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> so, very embarrassing. The sheriff is just staring at him, not helping. He's no. like, you're on your own, buddy. Well, at this point, he kind of deserves that, huh? Yeah. So, it's very embarrassing. It's very sad. Mulder lets go of the RV and goes rolling onto the ground. He's muddy. He's defeated. This is very sad. Yeah. This is very sad for Mulder. See how much work he is doing. Mm-hmm. He's working so hard. Well, Scully's just off. I don't know. Doing do, science. Doing science. That's easy. And she likes it. Yeah. What a freak. Yeah. Mulder's out doing the hard work. He's in danger. He is. And there's an RV. Another Breaking Bad reference. Thanks, Vince. Thank you, Vince. Um, and he has to spend time with the sheriff, which uh, is tough for him. That is true, actually. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so let's just take a moment to appreciate all Mulder goes through. This poor guy. Mm-hmm. So right after Mulder thoroughly embarrasses himself, the RV does run out of gas and slows to a stop. Um, Mulder's like, finally, we prevailed, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. So then they open the door, and then the second corpse falls out. It is another tourist. It has also been exsanguinated. Wow. Yeah. Sad. Um, I did like the, the music cue here. They were playing the... What, what is the song? The da, 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 What's that song called? They were playing that, but a very slow, like, mournful version. Aww. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so they interview everyone present, but nobody saw anything. So I don't know. Hmm. They, Mulder tried his best, but the only way they can get answers is if they do an autopsy. And he trusts his, his coworker, Scully, to do that for him. Because she's so smart and he mm-hmm. respects her. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So we cut back to Mulder sitting in Scully's <laughs> hotel room. This time he's got a thousand yard stare. <laughs> Hey, he's tired. He's frustrated. He's, he's been through a lot. He's even muddier. He's even sadder than we saw him before. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. And Skelly's just screaming <laughs> at him and whining uh, while the, the magic fingers sound like gunshots. <laughs> it's, it's very intense. Um, so she's like so mad. She's ranting. Mulder can't get a word in edgewise. She's like furious that he wants her to do another autopsy. She hasn't eaten all day. She had like a cream cheese bagel. It wasn't even real cream cheese. Can you imagine what that's it like? It was light cream cheese. White. She's a snacker, Mulder. God. She's a snacker. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The light cream cheese is very iconic. Thank you. Oh, is it? Everyone loves the light cream cheese. That's pretty funny. I mean... Why bother? It wasn't even real. I'm I'm totally yeah. on Scully's side. Eating cream cheese, eat cream cheese. Yeah, come on. No, come on. Come on. Um, but anyway, yeah. So she finally leaves and slams the door when she goes out. And she like as she's leaving and slamming the door, she's like, "Do not touch that bed." <laughs> so Mulder is sad. But that is so mean. I Didn't know. she see 
What and and she does say like, what the hell happened to you oh, after yeah, yeah. her long? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She does not care. She doesn't even care about what Mulder just went through. No, for her, for Scully, oh. she's on. really mean to him. Ugh. Um, and so he's like, she finally leaves, and then he can finally relax in quiet, and just goes to take a shower in her room. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, and he does noticeably leave his shoes tied so that he'll know when the vampire comes. Um, so he gets into the shower, he gets out, the pizza boy is there waiting to be paid, and, you know, Mulder, frustrated that as this last dig, Scully's making him pay for a pizza he didn't even order. He goes to get his wallet, comes back out, pays the pizza guy. He only leaves. tips two cents, <gasps> just to note. That is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's a vampire, but... But Mulder didn't know that at the time. What the fuck is wrong with him? That's probably why he came after Mulder. Honestly, he deserved it at that point. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. He deserved Yeah, I think it. the pizza cost like twelve ninety eight, and Mulder gave him $13. Unbelievable. Even in his own version of events, mm-hmm. he would do something like that? Yeah. Like, the guy had to drive all the way to a motel. I know. And go into a room where a guy was showering to go to the pizza. <laughs> I know. Anything could happen. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <sighs> Well, I'm not on Mulder's side anymore. Let's okay, just say all that. right. Um, so <laughs> that's that's fine. At least we cut to Mulder. He's relaxing finally after a long, hard day. Thank God. On the bed with the magic fingers. He's eating the pizza. It's hard to get the pizza in his mouth because he's vibrating so hard from the, pe- from the bed. It's a pretty funny gag. It is pretty good. I like it. Um, and then he looks over and notices that his shoes have been untied and suddenly he realizes what's wrong, but it's too late. The drugs are in the pizza and they're already incapacitating him. Oh no. He's in danger. Scully's in danger. So he desperately tries to call her, but he's so drugged. He can't even talk. All he can do is moan. But he's trying so hard. Yeah. You know, he just wants to communicate to her and she says, you're such a creep (laughs) and hangs up. (laughs) Oh, which, you know. Probably not the first time he's called her, though. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and so he, you know, suddenly the pizza vampire returns to the motel room to finish Mulder off. Mulder does manage to throw his sunflower seeds on the floor so that he buys some time. And we'll note in Mulder's version of events, he has glowing green eyes and much longer fangs. Yeah. He's so scary. Clearly a vampire. I mean, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, and, you know, the vampire stops when he throws the sunflower seeds on the ground and whines like, oh, man, why'd you have to go and do that for? <laughs> and then he, he leans down and he starts picking them all up while Mulder passes out. I kind of like he's he's like, you're in big trouble. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then when Mulder finally came to, the vampire was descending on him to kill him. That's when Scully rushed into the motel room. She shot Ronnie successfully in Mulder's version of events but it doesn't kill him because he's a vampire and then Ronnie like (laughs) like flies (laughs) across the room like fucking you know what we do in the shadows style flying Um, launches himself across the room like a flying squirrel and then, of course, in the present day, Skelly's like, you're saying I actually hit him and he flew at me like a flying squirrel. <laughs> and Mulder's like, I might not use that exact terminology in my report to Skinner. But yeah, yeah he will use that exact terminology. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, yeah. BT dubs. But that's that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So back in the motel room, Mulder is smashing apart a chair to create a stake um, with the wood. And then he chases after Ronnie into the woods. Back at the cold open, Mulder poetically describes how he chased Ronnie through, like, I don't know, hill and vale or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he jams the stake through his heart. And present day Skelly is like, Mulder, 
no one's ever gonna believe this shit <laughs> but they're out of time yeah. it's time to go up to skinner mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. hmm. well Back in Texas, at the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, Regional Pathology Lab, we have a coroner walking in to examine Ronnie's body. Um, he goes over, there's still, like, a sheet over his body. We get, like, a gag where the stake is still there, and it looks like, uh, you know, winky face. Mm-hmm. Wink. Little tent. Mm-hmm. This guy obviously saw Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> So they lift the sheet off, they pull the stake off, um, the guy has a great line where he's like, okay, probable cause of death, gee, that's a tough one. So then, unfortunately for him, he does pull the stake out. You can't do that. What a dumbass. When dealing with a vampire. Does he not even know how vampires work? I don't think this guy knows how vampires work. <laughs> like, oh, what an idiot. <sighs> So he pulls the stake out, and then he goes over to whatever, do his coroner thing, and then, you know, I don't know what he's doing. dirty business. Exactly. But then we see behind him, Ronnie's body then sits up and looks at him with glowing green eyes. Oh, my God. So Ronnie gets up. He goes after the coroner. He's right about to bite him, and then he realizes that he just has his, like, regular teeth in. His fake fangs are gone. So he's put out about that, but he goes after the coroner anyway. So I guess I guess he is a vampire, maybe, but he doesn't have fangs. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mulder and Skelly are sitting in the couch outside Skinner's office. Waiting they're to sitting talk in to the him. principal's office. They look like they're <laughs> in trouble, and this is not the first time they've been in this situation. I am sure. Yeah. Skelly like leans over and angrily fixes Mulder's tie, and Mulder looks really offended. <laughs> like by a that. mom. Yeah. <laughs> He's so mad. Um, there's also like a gigantic bowl of candy that I liked as a fun little like. I don't know. I'm just like, oh. does, does Skinner ever snack on that? I don't know. I didn't notice. Anyway, it's not important. We also get a Kimberly sighting. Woo! She uh, woo! She answers the phone and tells the person who is calling, I'm afraid he's about to step into a meeting that may last several hours. <laughs> I like to think she's just messing with them. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Skelly whispers Kimberly to Kimberly is hilarious. We know this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Skelly whispers to Mulder, like, please just keep reminding him that you were drugged. And Mulder's just like, will you stop that? <laughs> stop it. <laughs> And then Skinner opens the door to his office and Mulder immediately stands up and screams, I was drugged. <laughs> very good. Listen, he's just doing what Scully told she him told to do. Him to, I don't know. And Skinner kind of ignores that. And he's like, he looks a little bit put upon too. And he's like, listen, I need you to go back to Texas. Ronnie Strickland's body's missing from the morgue and the coroner's throat was bitten. And then Mulder and Scully are like, oh my God, the coroner is dead. And Skinner says, no, no, his throat was just kind of gnawed on. <laughs> I don't know. He looks annoyed that he even has to say this. Yeah. And then he's like, whatever, daylight's burning it. Get out of here. And then he slams his office door shut. Mm. Close call. Yeah. They got out of it. Oh, yeah. And then Scully's like, I don't know. Ronnie seemed to be dead. <laughs> Mulder's like, I noticed that. <laughs> and Scully's like, you know, with the stake pounded through his heart. Mulder says, I noticed that too. Hmm. 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 So what's going on? I don't know. Let's go back to Texas. All right. They head back to the cemetery. We get the X flashlights crossing, Mm -hmm. which we have not gotten in quite a while, I don't think. And they haven't been investigating stuff at night together. No, they haven't. So glad we're back. Yes. So 
they're walking through the graveyard, and Mulder says that they are probably going to find Ronnie here because he has to sleep in his native soil. He's a vampire. That's how it goes. Scully asks, if he is a real vampire, though, why would he need fake fangs? That's weird. And Mulder says that actually fake f- or fangs aren't really anywhere in the original vampire folklore, folklore and are actually an invention of Bram Stoker's. That guy's just always making stuff up. I hate that about him. Yeah. And so he thinks that Scully was actually right before when she said that this was a guy who watched too many Dracula movies. He just also happens to be a real vampire. So they were both right. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Oh, wow. Wow. Truth. So they don't know where he is. They kind of uh, talk about his family. So his the family that was suing the FBI is an aunt and uncle who live in town. They have mail delivered to a local post office. Um, they are interrupted from this when the sheriff arrives. And so we all we all wait with bated breath. Is he hot or not? It's so important. It is very important. So the sheriff steps out. He does not have buck teeth. He doesn't seem like quite a moron, but he's not like a cool, suave, hot guy either. He's just he's just kind of a dude, you he's know. A dude. Hmm. I'm sure like Luke Wilson outside the context of a TV show would probably be like supernaturally hot, I'm sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in a normie space, but that's how TV people work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But here he just looks like On a dude. TV, he's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're both right. Damn. I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder and ugliness is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> so you know? I can't believe Mulder's not into Luke Wilson. <sighs> wow. Wow. Shocking. Hmm. Hmm. So Scully and Mulder do have like a cute little silent moment when he steps out and they kind of look at each other and share a little, I don't know, moment. Yeah. So they talk to him a little bit. Uh, Mulder, Mulder is like, okay, all right, I, I need to make it up to Scully. So he, he, acts as her wingman and he's like you know you and the sheriff should stake out the cemetery and like you know get real close and spend a lot of time to ch- maybe together smooch. maybe smooch i don't know that's up to you uh but i have to go somewhere else and check it out and he's like don't say i never did anything for you what a bro nice what a bro bro code mm-hmm. <laughs> so while scully and the sheriff are going to stake out the cemetery uh, Mulder is going back to the RV park to look for Ronnie's family because if their mail is coming general delivery, that's probably where they live. Mm-hmm, hmm. mm-hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. So Skelly and the sheriff are sitting in the sheriff's car drinking coffee or something out of a thermos. And the sheriff asks Skelly what she thinks about all these vampires. And Skelly is like, aside from the fact that I don't believe in them. And he's like, yeah, aside from that. And uh, she says, you know, I guess they're supposed to be, like, extremely charming and seductive. Um, and that's when Amanda went, <gasps> oh, my God. It is <laughs> what I realized. Yes. Um, you had quite the reaction. I, well, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. my God, Luke, <laughs> you betrayed me. Um, <laughs> but she's like, even if they did exist, who's to say they'd actually be like that? They could be ugly and have giant buck teeth and be idiots. <laughs> the sheriff is like, I don't think that's true. I think they're probably really seductive and charming, yeah. if I had to guess. Um, but, you know, she's like, you know, as, as Agent Mulder says, there are many different kinds of vampires. And Luke just mutters, sure are, <laughs> ominously. Um, and then he's like, I listen, I need to apologize to you about Ronnie. He makes all of us look bad. All of us? What is that? Like townsfolk? Yeah, probably, probably right? Texans. 
And Skelly's like, don't even worry about it, whatever. But then we slowly realize what he means as Skelly starts looking like she has been drugged, perhaps, by the Mm. coffee. And the sheriff continues talking about how, you know, like, that's just not what we're like anymore. We pay taxes. We're good neighbors. Don't worry about it. And we realize with horror (gasps) that he is also a vampire. No. As well. Luke. Luke is a vampire. I can't believe he would betray me like this. I'm so mad. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. And Ronnie just, you know, can't quite grasp the concept of just being low profile and chilling out. And Scully's like, yeah, I understand. I work with Mulder. Yeah, that's relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she passes out. Yes. <laughs> and Luke's like, listen, Ronnie may be a moron, but he's one of her own. And he turns around. He's my moron. He's my moron. And his eyes are glowing evil green. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my Lord. Luke. I'm shocked. Same. So, oh my god, Scully passes out. She's in mortal danger. Meanwhile, Mulder is at the RV park. He's investigating. He steps on a pizza topper. Is that what those things are called? Mm, the little tables. The little, t- the t- the the little pizza tables. tables. Yeah, yeah. The cute little tables. <laughs> yeah. Which you cannot put a pizza on top of because then the it just collapses or it'll ruin the pizza, you know? <gasps> Whoa. It's sad. That is sad. It's like, what's the point if you can't put your pizza on it? Oh, if you could get a tiny little extra pizza that went on top of that. That's cute. I like that. Pretty cute. I guess that would just be like a pepperoni. You could put a pepperoni on it. Oh my god, what if they put a little pepperoni (sighs) on top of the little pizza table? That would be pretty cute. Oh my god. I like it. I feel like a lot of places don't even have a pizza table anymore. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen one in quite a while, but maybe I'm not ordering from the right pizza places. Maybe. Or maybe they were like, the plastic isn't worth... um, Holding the box up. Holding the box up. Maybe they got better box technology. Maybe. It doesn't matter. Anyway, tell, tell me about Mulder. <laughs> anyway, so he steps on one of the little tables and he's like, oh my God, this is a clue. So he goes into the nearest RV and inside, what do you know? He finds a coffin. Uh, so he opens it up and inside is Ronnie listening to a Walkman. And then Ronnie wakes up. He's got glowing green eyes. He's got, or does he have fangs? Did he get any? F- I didn't notice. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. He has glowing green eyes though, because mm. he's a vampire. Yeah. So he wakes up, he tries to tries to get at Mulder. Mulder freaks out, he like slams the coffin lid shut, he sits on top of it, and he's like Ronnie's like pushing on it and trying to get out, and Mulder's like riding it like one of those like, like Bronco things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's trying to stay on top of it. Meanwhile, he's like reading him the Miranda rights. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. It's pretty good. So Unfortunately, Mulder looks outside and then sees everyone in the RV park uh, converging on him. They all have glowing green eyes. They all look like vampires. Oh, my God. So Mulder handcuffs the coffin lid shut and he grabs like two giant breadsticks and goes outside. He like makes a cross with the breadsticks. He's like, back, back. Um, unfortunately, it does it does nothing. No, it does nothing because it it's work. it's two breadsticks. If only Scully had been there with her necklace. See, mm-hmm. Scully would not be running into this. Um, there is a funny little bit where like the cross doesn't work, and Mulder just kind of like taps the bread together, <laughs> like that's gonna make it work. I don't know. He's trying. He is trying, but unfortunately, he does not have the power of the Lord on his side and the vampires converge upon him. He gets surrounded by a bunch of them. They like drag him down into the circle. He screams and then we cut to black. Oh so I guess Lord. he's dead. That's so sad. That is I sad. can't believe Scully died too. So they're oh, both dead. Wow. Uh-oh. This Our heroes are Yeah, it is. Wow. 
Finn's mm. killed our two heroes. Oh, well. <sighs> well, we cut to the next morning, and Skelly is actually still alive. And she's wearing the sheriff's oversized jacket. Mm-hmm. Winky face. She's very disheveled. Yes. Winky face. Winky face. <laughs> Uh, she approaches Mulder, who is passed out in the front seat of his car with his legs sticking out the, the driver's side window. Shoelaces untied. Mm, interesting. And Skelly is like, wake up, wakey, wakey. <laughs> I came to the cemetery and I don't know what happened last night. And Mulder, you know, like desperately checks his own neck for puncture wounds. And then he checks Skelly's neck for puncture wounds. But they are both okay. And then um, I think, oh, yeah. The shot pulls out. We see that the RV park is completely empty. All the RVs have left, and Mulder is like, they pulled up stakes. Oh! <laughs> uh, anyway. Womp womp. Um, and his shoes are untied. And Skelly points that out. Yeah, they are both very bedraggled and sad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do not look like they're vibing. <sighs> wow. Mm. Sad. Oh, well. Huh. So I guess I guess that's it. Case over. We go back to Skinner's office. They are recounting the story to him. Skinner is not impressed. He's like, that's it? They just left? They disappeared? And they're like, yeah, I guess. And Skinner says, okay, so that's exactly how it happened from start to finish. And they said, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Scully's like, I was drugged. <laughs> I was drugged. I don't know what happened. And then Mulder says, yep, that is essentially exactly the way it happened. And Scully says, yeah, essentially. And then now it's Skinner's turn to facepalm. Unfortunately, not literally, but emotionally, yeah. he is facepalming. And then and then that's all. We cut to black. Fiend. Yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. Skinner's, this has got to be the normal operating procedure. I don't know why he's acting like this Yeah, this is, is every week. Um. Yeah, I was wondering, like, what Skinner's version of this episode is. Is it just exactly what happens? Because this is what always happens. (laughs) I'd love to see Skinner's version. I don't know. Yeah, how does he see both Mulder and Scully would be funny to see. Mm, I think it depends, like, week to week. Yeah. It changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But they're so annoying. (laughs) They're they're very annoying. They're very incompetent this week. Yeah. Um, It's tough. It's a tough one. Other weeks, you know, maybe he has more respect for them, but... Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Skinner... Skinner sees them not unlike Walter White sees Jesse, you know? Yeah. Oh. Bald men are always judging... (laughs) true. ...younger, behaired people. Behaired. Vince. Vincent. He Mm. loves a bald man. He does. (laughs) Well... Anyway. So that's it. That's yeah. all. The end. Fiend. Or is it? Or is it? It is. It or? More? Is it? I had a fun realization at the very end of this episode where I don't know for sure. It wasn't like the the flash of brilliant lightning that I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. But it's possible that this was the episode that scared me when I was a kid. Because of like what? the glowing green eyes and like the <gasps> vampires like lunging at people. Oh. It's possible that this was it. Didn't happen in a bathroom, though. No, but the RV park is like, I feel like it was like a camping bathroom. So, mate, I don't know for sure. I'm just saying this is possible. 
Okay. Because the glowing green eyes are like legitimately spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. If you're five. Exactly. And I was not appreciating the humor because I was not familiar with the <laughs> sure, characters. Sure. Yes. Rashomon. Yeah. Et cetera, et you didn't even know about Rashomon I when you were five well, years old. <laughs> obviously, I knew about Rashomon oh, when I was five okay. years old, but I didn't realize that they were playing mm-hmm. off of the, You didn't know about humor. The, the subtle nature of truth and the uh, postmodern experience of no one truth, but all subjective truths and yes, all that. Yes, of course. I hadn't quite gotten to that yet. Grasped that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know for sure. It's just possible. So let's put a pin in that. This is okay. maybe the one, but I'll let you know if I realize that it was a different I'm one. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? We'll never know. <laughs> I know. You don't know. Unless I really have like, you know, like a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> you like come to, you're like rocking with your, yeah. I think it's not unlikely that it wasn't even the X-Files. <laughs> yeah. TBH. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. Tell All me, right. Tell me about this episode. Let's uh, let's move on to who the crew, shall we? Let's do it. So Vince was originally, so when he started working on this episode, his original conception of it was an episode taking the form of an Unsolved Mysteries episode where Mulder and Scully were played by unknown actors. And it was kind of like a, I don't know if that's a, is that a crossover? I guess it's a crossover. I guess. Crossover nonfiction reality show type thing. I loved Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So that was what he was originally working on, but he he was coming up against the deadline and he had to finish a script, so he just scrapped the idea because he couldn't figure out how to make it work. So I will say they do eventually do a version of that okay. later on. Interesting. Um, but it didn't work out for this episode. But no. But it worked out, so it's fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so then Vince came up with the idea for this episode. Um, so he worked with Frank Spotnitz who helped him with this. So the idea was inspired by an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show called The Night the Roof Fell In, where the main characters tell different versions of a fight they had. That's pretty funny. That's right. Have there been other, I know there have been, but like, yeah, I'm trying to think of one episodes or movies that do this. Have you heard of Rashomon? Oh, Rashomon? No, yeah. what's that? It's like different people witness oh. a murder oh. and they all tell different stories about it. Interesting. I watched okay. it when I was four. When you were four, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, I don't know. I bet there have. I'm sure they Bones have. did it, probably. But badly, I'm but- sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My haters going to hate. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. We'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. I guess I could have done that for research, but I, I it, would, it would have to be a show that had quite a few seasons and episodes because mm-hmm. it's this obviously wouldn't have worked no earlier no. you have to like know the characters well enough and yeah. have enough time with them and also have time to have an episode that's like not plot relevant but mm-hmm. funny character stuff yeah i don't know i don't know we'll figure it out one day um so the rv park was filmed on the same site as an old sawmill where they previously filmed gethsemane i can't remember when this was. What even happened in Gethsemane? I remember it was bad. Um, it was the going on the mountain episode and all that. The betrayal boardroom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Betrayal Fake alien boardroom. body. Yep, 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 yep. All that. Yeah. Um, I don't know where a sawmill happened, but. Well, is Mulder still not into aliens? I don't think so. I assume he will be again at some point. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just assuming. No. <laughs> Um, Luke Wilson was in this episode. I don't Who? know if you noticed Wait, that. Who's that? He's a Wilson brother. Owen? 
no, Luke. I just, I literally Owen just Wilson said was Luke Wilson. I didn't oh, notice him. God. I didn't notice his patented nose. I guess he does have a patented nose. I, I read about that. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Patrick Renna, who played Ronnie Strickland. So I kind of like this. So he said, um, you know, before we started filming, he asked like the writers or the producers whether his character was just pretending to be a moron and the writers told me no he's really just a moron hell yeah <laughs> love it um he was yeah he was and, and that's, that's okay f- and that's fine there's nothing wrong that's with that fine Scully loves morons moronity is in the eye of the beholder you know that's beautiful moronness mor moron the essence of moron the essence moron- i moronitude moronitude i like moronitude that's yeah. it um, so the out of control RV was created by our beloved Dave Gautier. So they like rigged up a secondary steering wheel so that a stunt driver could steer the car from the back of the vehicle outside of the camera's sight. Nice. Just like Breaking Bad. Just like Breaking Bad again. <laughs> Always. Um, so the vampire actors were fitted with faux vampire teeth. I'm surprised they didn't make them file down their real teeth. Yeah, what Shocked. the hell? So much for method acting. I guess nobody respects know, right? the craft yeah, anymore. It's fucked up is what it is. Let's just stop this. That's it. Um, Are you going to file down your teeth? Have you ever thought about that? I've thought about it. Nice. I mean, not seriously, yeah, but, you know, in a in a Mad Max kind of world, maybe. Yeah, right. maybe. Okay, sorry. Anyway, go on. But I will tell you something that you will like. Okay. Uh, they called these things funny fangs. <gasps> I do like that. Yeah. Oh, funny <laughs> it's fangs. It's cute. Um, courtesy of the one and only Toby Lindala. What, he went to Party City? <laughs> I'm not giving him credit for this one. Wow. I'm sh- sorry. Wow. They looked better than Party I'm gonna, City. I'm going to tell him you said that. No. I'm going to tell no. him you said that. No, they looked better than Party City. <laughs> yeah, you you better. You better walk I'm it back. Sorry. I love okay. you, Toby. Um, so in order to create the glowing green eyes, uh, they... this. So they glued fluorescent material to the actor's eyelids, which sounds so scary. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess eyelids. I guess eyelids. <laughs> yeah, I not guess it's not that scary. Eyeballs. Sounds but, scary, though. Yeah. Um, so because the actors were unable to see while they had the glowing green eyes, this gave the vampires a somewhat vacant stare. Mm. Hmm. Just like me. Just like you? <laughs> I guess. Sure. Well, I was got a vacant stare. Um... So Sheriff Hartwell, we didn't actually say his name, but his name oh, was Sheriff Hartwell. Yeah, um, that's Luke Wilson. <laughs> yes. Um, which is named after Vince Gilligan's uh, then-girlfriend, Holly Hartwell Rice. I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. Then-girlfriend, now wife, right? Isn't that what I said? You just said then-girlfriend, which made it sound like they broke up. Then-girlfriend, now wife. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to make it clear that Holly and Vince are still rock solid. They are. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, of course. Um, celebrity power couple. Kind of. <laughs> Holly and Vince. Holly from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Hartwell from X-Files. He's always yeah. naming stuff after her. Yep. And, and I mean, he, Walter Hartwell White, yeah. White so. Uh, <sighs> so cute. Yeah. Um, and then also Cheney, Texas is where this episode takes place. I think there is really a Cheney, Texas, but they probably picked it because of Lon Cheney. Mm. He did all the, whatever, Universal movies. Makes sense. So just a little, just a little Easter egg. Just a little reference Boop. for the cool kids. Mm-hmm. The Friday Night Freaks who've been there since before yeah. it was on Sunday. 
even though yeah now they have to be up on sundays so yeah. it's tough it's tough but it is but they make it work tough but fair <laughs> yeah um that's all i got all right well th- thank you you know i feel like i don't thank you enough for sharing <laughs> you're, you're welcome thank you the crew thank i you. appreciate yeah you thanking me <laughs> I appreciate that you're showing appreciation for the fact that I'm appreciating you. Well, I appreciate that you're showing appreciation for me thanking you. I, I don't know what we're saying <laughs> anyway, anymore. Anyway, it's time for Blazer Watch. Right. This is the segment where we talk through the clothing that happens in the episode. Yeah, I said that. Happens in the episode. It doesn't really make any sense. Ha- clothes don't really happen. Oh, they happen in this episode. Uh, I don't have a ton. Do you have a lot? I don't have a ton. Okay. Uh, one of the extras at the RV park has giant red galoshes on. I oh, like yeah. That. I noticed that. I yeah. did like that. Um, I mean, of course, we have our hot or not sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cowboy hat, belt holster, jacket, hands on hips, the whole nine yards. He's Buck Texas. teeth, optional. Maybe. Depends on what scene he's in. TBD. Yeah. Um, so that was quite a look. Yeah. yeah. Um, was he was he wearing a different hat in both of the stories? Ooh, that's a really good question. I didn't know. Because I feel like the hat he was wearing, I don't remember what hat he was wearing in Scully's story. I feel like the hat he was wearing in Mulder's story made him look silly. Yeah. It was like a smaller. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. This is important, actually. I would believe that'd be very funny. I feel like. Oh, maybe not. Maybe they just filmed him goofier. I mean, they definitely filmed him goofier. Uh, he definitely, like, takes off his hat like a gentleman in the Skelly version. I don't know what he does in the Mulder version. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's the same hat. Eh, yeah. Belay that. Okay. Belay that. Forget I ever said anything. This is humiliating. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I don't have much more. I just have, I mean, nothing in particular. But I feel like in general, I feel like both Mulder and Scully are, like, at peak hotness. Yeah, okay. I, that was my only other bullet <laughs> okay. point. I was just, just, like, they just feel extra hot like this episode. peak. I think this is as hot as they ever get, yeah. right? What's up with that? It's, I don't know what's in the Why air. they so hot? They're very hot. Scully's like, they're just like blasting her eyeballs with light that makes them glow beautiful blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mulder's got his big muscles out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we don't have to pretend here. Let's, yeah. I mean, let's say it like it is. They're hot. They're hot. I don't know. What can we say? Yeah. yeah. It, it was distracting. <laughs> was it because it was from both their perspectives? So they were like imagining the other is even hotter? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know like what, it felt like specifically this episode. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about it. I don't know. I feel like Skelly's hair is a little different mm-hmm. and hotter. Yeah. I don't know what Mulder's got going on, but... I guess he took his shirt off at some point. He did take his shirt off. I don't know. But hmm. like, you know, he still had an undershirt on, so he was classy. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. 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 So that's important. That, that is know. so important. It's it's often true, and we just, you know, we don't want to repeat ourselves by We can't mention it every time. single episode. But they are. Yeah. It, this is shocking. I don't think anyone else in America or the world mm. has ever noticed this, mm. but during the X-Files... Uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson were attractive and still are. Whoa. Yeah. I said it. Dang. I said it. Wow. Speaking truth. Speaking truth to power. Because <laughs> the people in charge, they don't want to hear about that. No, they don't. They don't want to admit. But they that. have to face facts. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, yeah, that's good. Um. Cool. Well, this kind of segues nicely into our next segment, which mm-hmm. is FBI Do, which is the segment where we analyze the development of the 
question mark, romantic question mark relationship between the Boo crew. Uh, we do this on a doomsday clock scale where 10 minutes to midnight is far from love and zero minutes to midnight is right in the atomic blast zone of love. And so we give examples from the episode at hand to make sense of that scale. So who would we say is 10 minutes to midnight in bad blood? Scully and the sheriff in Mulder's <laughs> viewpoint. Uh, who would we say zero minutes to midnight? <laughs> Scully and the sheriff from Scully's viewpoint. Nice, nice, yeah. Nice. yeah, I mean, come on. I did have for 10 minutes to midnight, I did have sheriff and Ronnie, since the sheriff mm. is not impressed by Ronnie's nonsense and yeah. his lack of a low profile and everything. Yeah, but, that's fair. But yeah, Scully's feeling it. <laughs> Mulder's not. No, 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 no. Uh, and where would we put the Boo Crew on the scale? This was a, this a, thorny, a one. thorny subject for me. Yeah, I had, I didn't even know what to write down for this. I had like my uh, my chalkboard <laughs> out. I was like pacing around, writing stuff, sure. drawing lines, crossing stuff, pulling out. your hair out. It was yeah. intense. Cause like, I mean, they're like arguing the whole episode, but it doesn't feel right to put them at like an eight or something. Yeah. Cause it doesn't feel. Like, they're not actually mad at each other. No. It's like delightful. It's lighthearted. Their personalities clashing in a delightful yeah, way. Exactly. But they're also, there's no like romantic vibe either, particularly. Mm-mm. But they're like. It's more like siblings, if anything. <laughs> they're like getting along, which feels. Well, they're getting. I don't know. I was really befuddled. I have no yeah. idea what to put. I don't either. They're not on the moon, but are they're they not somewhere on the moon. else? I feel like they're not on the moon. They're not on the scale. Are they at friendship camp? <laughs> they're at friendship camp. Sure. I guess. You know, friendship camp. <laughs> we all went to friendship camp, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, I honestly have no idea what to put. Yeah, because like, something high on the scale doesn't feel right, but something low on the scale also doesn't feel right. But the moon doesn't feel right. Are they five? Sure. Just a solid. Just a solid five. Making friendship bracelets at yeah. five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except Mulder was taking a shower in Scully's room. Yeah, so they're, they're not at friendship camp. They definitely like have married energy. Yeah. A lot of. I mean, I guess it was literally based on an episode of a married couple <laughs> explaining a fight they were having. I mean, you know, bickering like an old married couple. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. He does just take a shower in her. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so weird. It's but very, like the door open, too. I he's very like. casual about it. It's not like a thing. He's no. just like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And Scully doesn't, I mean, she's like, don't get mud everywhere, but she's also <laughs> just like, whatever. Of course, he's like lying on yeah. my bed. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. Four? <laughs> I don't know. But they're not like gazing at each other. No, they're not gazing. Mulder's trying to get her laid. That's true. Five. Ugh. <sighs> A neutral five. A neutral five. A okay. true neutral five. <laughs> okay. The neutralist yeah. that we can get. Yeah. I guess. They're on a different scale altogether. I they don't know are. where they are. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Hmm. Let's just, we got to move on. Right, we got to skip it. on to another scene. That, thank you. Okay. Uh, that that sound, ding, makes us know that it is time for Monster What was the, the ding? It was just like the little, like, you know, on TV shows when, like, you hear a certain sound and, like, the host is like, ding, that means it's time for okay. X But tonight, segment. Is, isn't the monster truck sound the sound that introduces this segment? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. That's what yeah, I thought. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're in Monster of the Week. We're in Monster of the Week. This is a segment where we talk about this week's monster. Who is this week's monster of the week? 
Get, get, get more excited about Who's this. Who's this week's monster of the week? Um, okay, I have either fake teeth mm-hmm. or the subjective nature of reality. Oh, they're both very similar. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I have. Thought uh, I'd go with one tactile, one abstract. I like that. Nice. Beautiful. Um, I just said vampires who don't have any class. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Well, anyway, <laughs> that, that's enough of that nonsense. Let's move on to what is our favorite scene or moment from this episode? And it's an episode <sighs> ripe with good scenes and moments. Yeah, it's so hard to pick. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, <laughs> I can't say everything. Um, I have... I. I do really like when the sheriff walks in in Mulder's version of events and just <laughs> just just happens at you. Yeah, I, I like uh, y'all must be the government people <laughs> and the buck teeth yeah. and Mulder's face. It's very funny. It's very good. Yeah, I do like that. Um, also, the the light cream cheese rant is also very funny. Mm-hmm. It's all there's so many good moments. I don't know. It's solid. It's all. Solid. But wow. those are the ones that made me laugh the most. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm just like obsessed with Skelly's version of Mulder. <laughs> that exists. I, I'm delighted by the fact that she <clears throat> sees him as so much more exuberant than he is. Like he's like a monotone, famously. Yeah. And like she's imagining him like smiling and goofing and having a great time and just running around. And cackling. Cackling wildly. I don't know. I like to imagine that it's because she like knows him well enough that even when he's like monotone she knows what it like actually means for his emotional state Mm -hmm. and like translates that into i don't know external stimuli yeah it's very cute i like that Uh, it's also just very funny like (laughs) puts his hands on her shoulder and like very earnestly is like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) is his yeehaw his yeehaw might be my favorite moment yeah it's good the Skelly's remembrance of the yes. the excited yes. beehive that he like moves past very quickly because it is also embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would Mulder like Orville Peck? No, hmm. I don't think that he would not like Orville Peck. I just don't think it's like quite his thing. Okay, he likes Elvis a lot. He has like Elvis. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's open to interpretation. Yeah. I'll think about it. Okay. Thank you. Um, Mulder hanging off the RV and screaming is also very funny. That it is. That it is. <laughs> Skinner having to explain what happened and looking constipated while he does it is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's all good. Them sitting at the principal's office. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Well. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that means it's time to uh, wrap it all up. And rate this episode, which we do on a scale of zero to five alien head emojis. What are we giving bad blood? Uh, I'm not even going to be coy about it. It's it's a fiver. It's a fiver. I love it. I love it so much. I love this episode so much. Uh, I've really been looking forward to getting to it. Um, It's... It's very hard to say whether it's my favorite, because it's like, how do you pick? Do you pick a serious episode? Do you pick a character episode? Do you pick, I don't know, a funny episode? But I think I can definitely say this is my favorite funny episode. Nice. For sure. Um, it's great. Um, I love the structure. Uh, I don't know. I wish more shows would do this, but uh, I don't know. It's the best one that I can think of, because we couldn't think of any other ones. Yeah. There has to be. There definitely right? are, but... whatever. Probably not that much anymore. I mean, they're so lean these days. You can't it's true. shove one of these into uh, The Last of Us. 
just trying to think of the latest show that came up. Sure. Yeah, there's room for that. I want to see a funny episode of The Last of Us where we see Joel from Ellie's perspective and Ellie from Joel's perspective. There you go. There you go. It would probably be funny. That would actually be funny, but there's probably not a lot of room That's to do that. The Christmas special. <laughs> there you go. I would watch that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's it's so good because it's, like, based in their characters, which is why it's so fun. Um I mean, Gilligan's wit is in full force. Every line is a banger. Um, he's he's a now. I'm going out on a limb here. I think he's like a good writer. I don't think Vince, he, Vince Gilligan. I don't think he understands characters very. Well. I don't. I just. Um, I just think he's like a good writer. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. I'll put it there. We can put a pin in it and then like return to it later. Okay. But, I'll think. I'll think about it. Okay. Excellent. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Scully and Mulder's views of both themselves and each other are obviously heightened for comedy's sake, but they do also feel like, like, real. Like, they're heightened, but they're coming from their actual characterizations, and, like, it feels... It feels pretty right. It mm. feels pretty right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I do like Scully's version of Mulder. <laughs> he's very, uh, he's just a, such a dork. I feel like this is the version of Mulder we've invented. Yes, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I feel like we have Scullyed it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Um, love a goofy Mulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, also, just like peak X Files vibes. It's very rainy. It's very good. Um, Luke Wilson is very funny. I mentioned that. I feel like the guy that plays Ronnie is also very funny. Just, uh, just every, I guess those were the only, there's not a lot of actors in this episode. No. It's yeah. like five, six if you count Kimberly. I always count Kimberly. Well. Obviously. Yeah, of course. But they're all good. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Skinner's version of this episode, though. Yeah. That'd be quite good. <laughs> yeah. Um... Or, like, yeah. the different versions of how Mulder and Skelly view Skinner. I wonder how that would differ. They might view him kind of similarly. Yeah. So maybe it's not very funny. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Well, well, we'll explore that okay. in Bad Blood, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just love how both Mulder and Scully present themselves as very reasonable and calm and level-headed <laughs> and considerate of the other one. And I don't know. It's pretty funny. Um, I feel like this episode feels like a very successful mix of both Jose Chung and Sizigi. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's like mixing the two of them, but like in a very good way. Um, not that Jose Chung is uh, Jose Chung is also good, but this is like it's like uh, the Rashomon aspects of Jose Chung, but all about Mulder and Scully mm-hmm. instead of like the overarching alien plot, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I did, uh, I think this and three, to the best of my recollection, are the only episodes of the X-Files where we do vampires. Mm. So, so sweet. like on your personal scale, yeah. you can, you could rank all the episodes on a three to, mm-hmm. which is confusing, on a three to a bad three, blood which scale. is a, which is a zero to a whatever. Yeah. A bad blood, which is a- um, Yeah, I feel like I did when we talked about three, I think I did mention that like, they do one other vampire episode and it's very good and it was this one. Nice. So yeah. We've come full circle. We've come, we yeah. can we can quit the pod now. We can't miss it. The end. Um we got half the show to go. I know. We can't <laughs> we can't Kamal Nanjiani this. No. 
for so, he's like I don't know what he's doing, but we're at my job. I have to use Salesforce. I don't uh-huh. know if you've ever had to use this system, and they keep like advertising some like event that they're having with Kumail Nanjiani, and I was like, what are you doing with Salesforce? I don't know. Okay, it's very strange. And I'm like, why is Kumail Nanjiani on my screen right now? And I'm just trying to put in my little timesheet or whatever. Sure, fascinating. I'm happy for him though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Sorry. Right. Anyway, go on. Um. Yeah, uh, I feel like the episode also has, like, a little bit of, like, because it's all about, like, the mutability of truth and also the mutability of, like, the vampire myth and how it's adapted to fit the situation. I feel like there's uh, something there. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. something. Um, so, I don't know. It's fun. I love it. It's a perfect episode. It's all good. Five. Mm-hmm. Love it. <sighs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> Is what you're gonna get. It feels like we watched a different episode. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> get it, get it. That would be kind of funny, actually, if you hated funny. it. <laughs> it actually would be, um, but I probably can't fake that. I yeah. I also gave it a five out of five. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you kind of summed it up, but uh, you know, I love something about the slipperiness of truth. Real postmodern over here. How mm-hmm. many times can I say postmodern? Real postmodern Prometheus over here. Kind of. I've, we're just in a postmodern kind of season of the yeah, show. Um, they've like done the solid X Files, and now they have to do the like twisted X Files, where they're <laughs> the real fucked <laughs> up X Files, <laughs> where they're playing on some of the yeah genre conventions that they have uh, played straight previously. Um, but I also love that we got to see their perspectives of each other and that their perspectives of one another reveal as much, if not more about themselves as it does about the other person. Um, it does feel very true to life. Like I know I certainly have those (laughs) feelings in my brain and I'm sure other people do too, obviously where it's like, I've never done anything wrong in my life. (laughs) I mean, I, I dealt with that situation perfectly and didn't do anything wrong. It was so kind. And the other person was such a jerk. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the other person has the exact same story. Um, yeah. So, you know, good reminder, extend grace. Don't assume that your perspective is mm-hmm. the only right one, etc. This was a PSA. <laughs> this episode is a PSA. I like at the yeah. end that it said PSA. Be nice. See, see other people's perspectives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PSA, everyone's fighting a battle that you don't know about. <laughs> You know? And the battle might be that they're dumb. Would it be funny if, like, in the last scene, if they, like, finished the plot and then, like, the three of them, like, turned to the camera and started addressing the audience? And... Hell yeah. 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 And and wear seatbelts. Those are important. Yes. And fire safety is so important. And fire safety. <laughs> what were the other ones? We used to have to, like, do PSAs for a radio show at a college radio station. Yeah. Um... The seatbelt is the only one I remember. I know. And now I'm just thinking of the one from Scrubs where it's like, don't smother your kids. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. I don't know. It's like the NBC, like, the more you know, and it's like, the more you know, don't smother your kids. <laughs> okay. It's very good. Uh, I've been, like, thinking, I've had a little evil inkling in my heart mm-hmm. to rewatch Scrubs. What do you think? Um, go, go for it. Okay. I feel like I don't have that same urge, but if you feel that urge, yeah. go for it. I might. I guess I could just hit the greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> it was a good one. It's funny. It's insightful about human nature while still being goofy. Um, we get some fun character beats. We get some good writing. This feels like people who understand the characters. The actors are comfortable and the characters 
and they're comfortable enough to play the characters as how someone else's character would see them mm-hmm. in a very funny way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, yeah, Duchovny and Anderson were both very, like, hilarious in their respective, <laughs> when they were being the unreasonable one mm-hmm. roles. Um, it was a good time. So... <laughs> So I had a swell time. It might have been the episode that scared me. There's no way to know. Which <laughs> is very funny eyes. if this was I know, the one. What <laughs> scary green eyes, you know? Okay. There were, Mid- midnight they were mess, scary. Yeah. scary eyes. I mean, it was scary when all the vampires were coming after him Thank in the you. park. Thank you. I mean, okay, I wasn't scared this time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were five. But if I was five and out of context, I'm yeah. just saying mm-hmm. it's possible. Put this one on the leaderboards as one of the options for the episode. All right. It's the only one on the leaderboard. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't think it's been any of the previous ones. Kay. So it's either here or in a future one. And this would make sense because I was, what, when did this come out? 1998. How old would I have been? Four. Mm, I probably would have been older, but I bet they replayed this one a lot because it's probably popular. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Five out of five alien head emojis. We loved it. We love vampires. We love humor. And we love Rashomon. And we love Vince Gilligan. I don't care for that guy. Or his mustache. Mm, I think you're lying. Ha ha. I'm Vince Gilligan. (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) I love the vampire. (laughs) I thought about adding vampires to Breaking Bad. But... What's his name? Mr. Gold? What's the other guy? Oh, he was just Better Call Saul. Was anyone else? Oh, Peter Gold. Peter Gold. Was he involved in Breaking Bad too? Yeah. I don't think he was like as involved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gold told me not to do it. So I didn't. Now, the only thing against me with Vince is that he did not do an episode like this in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it. I think we all agree that that was a mistake. That was Um, the biggest mistake Breaking Bad ever made. It would have been funny to just, like, you know how this is in the fifth season, to just sling that into the fifth season of Breaking Bad. <laughs> the funniest season. Yeah, yeah. The um, most lighthearted, hilarious season. I think it could have fit in season one, and it probably couldn't have been Jesse. It probably would have had to have been Skylar and Walt. Mm, yeah. Um, but and it sh- wouldn't have been as funny. And it wouldn't have been as funny, and yeah. it wouldn't have worked. And uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's why they didn't do it. <laughs> Listen, we got pizza on the roof. <laughs> we what did. more we can did. you ask? Yeah. We got pizza, at least, even if it wasn't a pizza vampire. True. Yeah. So We all love a pizza vampire. Are, is there pizza delivery in The Lost Boys? I can't remember. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't remember. It feels like there would be. Yeah, I don't know why it feels like that. It just, it's the kind of movie that has pizza delivery. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, well. Mm. Anyway. Mm. So that's that on yeah. Bad Blood by T- Taylor Swift and or Bastille, featuring maybe Kendrick Lamar, and also it could be a book about um, Silicon Valley? <laughs> yeah, something like that. There's a lot of Bad Bloods out yeah, there. Yeah, there's so many options, yeah. you know? Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care for that. I don't like that we hummed in, in so much. Hummed and hod. Hummed and hod. All right. All right. Okay. It's a fiver. We love it. Yeah. Let's move on. No note. Well, one note. One note? Um. Yeah, just the system. I just love using one note for, with the <laughs> Microsoft. I just wanted to bring that up. I'm always taking notes on my one note. I'm also taking notes on my um, one note. It's useful. I don't know if you have a shared one note that you use with other people. No. But if you uh, right click, you can see who added it and when they added a note. Mm. So that's a, that's a nice little trick if you're okay. wondering which asshole added this note. 
<laughs> this dumb shit to my shared OneNote. Mm-hmm. You can scope it out. That's true. <laughs> well, thank you for that PSA about OneNote. Yeah, great. wonderful. Great. Anyway, go on. <clears throat> all right. So that's all. Let's move on. Next week, uh, we will be talking about season five, episode thirteen, Patient X. We're moving back into mythology land. Is it Mister X? Is he Patient X? I wish, but probably not because he's dead. I know. Um. Yeah, back in mythology land. I think. Uh, if this is the episode I'm thinking of, and I'm pretty sure it is, I think a lot of stuff happens. Okay. So. So prepare ourselves, is mm-hmm. what you're saying. I think so, uh, some new characters are introduced. I'm oh. almost positive. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I kind of forgot that obviously there are still characters that I'm sure are famous. Oh, yeah. The, the fans that we haven't met yet. Oh, yeah. There's still quite a few yeah. that you have not met. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these mystery lads and lasses? Um, I think there's like four or five important characters that I can <sighs> think of offhand that you have not met yet. Wow. Yeah. I feel so, you know... <laughs> I don't know, like excited. Yeah. I'm looking down at the abyss and I'm seeing some friendly faces in there. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. God, <laughs> they're coming for me. They are. Like the vampires in the They're reaching out of the abyss and they have they glowing are. eyes. Mm-hmm. 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 All the... Uh, J- Jim and... Jim and Pam. Mary and... Marianne. Agent Marianne. No. Their new partner. No. <laughs> I love her. Nope. Oh, sorry. That was a woman. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, come on. That was silly. Well, some, now, some of them are women. Are you kidding me? It, more than one. Are they related to Mulder and Scully? I don't think, I don't think so. <gasps> I don't think so. I know. It's Ew. crazy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. I didn't know there were more women on this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe now? I shouldn't have mentioned that <laughs> shit. Anyway, if you have thoughts on this episode or anything else and you want to send them our way, you can do so at skellynationpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at skellynationpod on both of those. And our intro and outro music is by Groove Master Putz, and you can get more of their music on Bandcamp. Also, if you are enjoying our show, please give us, consider giving us a rating or review on your podcatcher of choice. I don't want to, you know, give you a command or anything. Come on. So just consider it. Think about it. Think about it. Um, Also, spread the word about the pod. Tell your friends, your family, and the town of RV vampires that you live with about the podcast. Mm. Just like uh, in Doctor Sleep. Oh, never. Some RV vampires. I mean, it makes sense. I do (laughs) kind of like the idea of vampires having a community. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. They deserve it. It scares me for camping. Because mm. I'm like, what if I accidentally camp at a vampire RV park? And that's what happened to two people in this episode. I know. They both died. Can you imagine? Don't go to Texas, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> <Oof>. Anyway, <laughs> I've been your host, Amanda. And I have been Ella and please... Wait, or have we? Oh. Have we? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably. You would say that. I, I so you. That is so inconsiderate of you <laughs> to bring this up on the podcast. My God. I'm furious. Mm-mm-mm. And so... We should have... Sorry. We should have done this whole episode, like, as each other's perspectives mm, of the other one. Sure. Um, it would be hard to maintain for a whole episode. Yeah. 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 Could have swapped notes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, that would have been kind of fun if we had thought of it. Yeah. Oh, well. Or confusing. It would have been so confusing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, please. Please remember. Trust no one. 
Except for us. We'll never Maybe. lie. Or will we? We have the one right perspective. How can we both have the one right perspective? Because we agree on the people? truth, right? Just tell me exactly what you think happened in this okay, episode. Okay, I will. All right, we're jumping into the meat of the episode. <laughs> no, no, no. JK, JK. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. The end. Yay. <laughs> bye.